What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. So I'm going to go straight into it with this episode. I originally was going to do something else, but something in particular came up. So if you're an educator, you're probably going to really understand this, especially from the topic of this episode, micromanaging. And for the most part, micromanaging, we know we hear a lot of it, especially in the business world, you know, in office settings. But it also happens in the school systems. And I don't think a lot of times people realize it, but in education, we got a lot of people who really struggle, especially people in higher positions, principals, some administrators, and then people in the district offices have a hard time with micromanaging. Like, they have no trust, no faith with their employees, and it's just a whole bunch of foolishness. But I'm going to get into it real quick. So if you've been a follower of my podcast, and I thank you if you have been, you know that a lot of my educational episodes, I've talked about my experiences as a high school teacher. The high school I've been at, I've been there now for nine years. So I've seen a lot of things, both good and bad. And the crazy thing is, this year, in my ninth year, I'm now having my fourth principal of these nine years. And this is actually, well, you could say the third one in three years now, in a sense. But this new one we have, and it's not a man thing or woman thing, but this female principal, she seems to be such a micromanager. Like, she wants to control every little thing from every little detail. And like I said, if you're an educator, you're a teacher, you probably have came across either a principal like this or maybe some kind of administrator who just has to micromanage everything. So I'll give you a perfect example. About a few weeks ago, so just so you know, reference today is October 17th, Monday. So about a few weeks ago, probably like the end of September, an email was sent by one of the APs to all of us. But you could, you know for a fact that it came through the principal. And basically it was saying that, oh, while, you know, administrative staff is doing their walkthroughs, there's been some things that we've noticed that you need to get taken care of. So one of the things, and some of it I agree it, it, it's, it's just teacher professionalism, you know, that, you know, why do there are some teachers who have no grades in the grade book, which I don't understand. How are you calling yourself a teacher if you're not putting grades in the grade book? And then also you don't have student work in student folders. So obviously you wouldn't have student work in folders if you're not giving grades. You know, they go hand in hand. But some of the other little things was what really got me like, you are you really that serious? Are you really being that petty? You know, and one of these days, I am really going to dig deep into this whole idea about data or data, however you want to pronounce it. But the idea that, oh, you should have your data charts need to be up to date. You know, where the student's performance is going. You know, and part of me, I've never done data. I've always looked at data as a 50-50 thing it depends on how you want to look at it how you want to use it to your advantage or disadvantage data really doesn't really mean nothing much to me particularly in the subject i teach which is social studies but i get it for you know ela english language arts or reading or science or math get that but why do you care and you know part of me is like i'm waiting i'm waiting for the administrative staff or my subject area ap to come in and say oh where's your your data, where's your data chart and all that? I say, oh, that folder, is, it's sitting over there in the corner collecting dust. And that's really what it's doing. It's collecting dust. I'm not using that. You know, more important, it's, 
is not part of my contract. That's that's the most important thing. So that was one thing that threw me. The second one is that the simple fact that there's this talk about why we need to see more teacher and student anchor charts. And I'm like, why do you need to see more teacher anchor charts in the classroom? Or why do you need to see the students anchor charts? Maybe I'm not doing group work. And most educators know that when you put kids in groups to do group assignments, you only have like one or two who really do the work, another one or two who may do what they're supposed to. And then you got the rest that definitely not doing. They're going to put their name on it to get the same grade as everyone. So group work to me, a lot of times does not work. And that's why in my classroom, I rarely, rarely do group work. It's usually always an independent solo gig. But the idea that, you know, you want this stuff that is beyond the scope of what is necessary needed. And it's just why are we micromanaging? You know, your new principal came to high school where, although there was a lot of turnover for this uh, this school year, but the majority of your teachers, the majority of your staff are veterans. They've been there. We've been at the school. We've gone through the headaches and everything. Let us do what we do best and leave it alone. But no, we're sitting up here micromanaging everything every little detail and so the main reason why i obviously did this episode tonight was that tomorrow we have what's called instructional review where you know people from the district as well as the region you know they come they do this walk around and you know most of the teachers in the building tend to want to dress up look all nice and pretty and all this and this and that put on this nice fancy show me i'm i'm, I'm not doing that uh, I've got to that point where the the dressing up, want to look nice and pre- I, I'm past that. You know, pretty much for me, it's nothing but t-shirts, old school t-shirts, cartoon t-shirts, sayings written on it, pair of shorts, pair of Jordans, pair of sneakers. Go to work. Let's do this. So, so tomorrow they're supposed to come, and early in the morning, while I was doing something at my desk, I noticed the email pops up. I didn't look at it right away. Um, but so I look, and then the next thing I know, I see it in the little thing. It said, oh, emergency faculty meeting. I'm like, I'm saying to myself, like, oh, what happened? You know, what, what's going on? You know, because we, we had a faculty meeting just last week. And so all of a sudden, we're having an emergency. I'm like, well, what's going on? So I, I click and open up the email. It's up here sitting up here talking about, oh, we're going to have an emergency faculty meeting to debrief on the instructional review. And I'm like, why in the F we? We're having a, an emergency faculty meeting for some bullshit that don't really matter to me or to a whole lot of other people and excuse my language for it. But why? You know, save that for, or better yet, send it in an email. Report your understanding, your findings, your debriefing through an email to everybody. Why are we sitting up here wasting 30 minutes, maybe an hour of my life after work when I can spend that time with my family, have dinner, relax and chill but i gotta sit after work for another hour just to hear some garbage you know i and i think you know that's the biggest problem in education is that we have a lot of two we have one too much micromanaging from people in charge but then also we got people who more importantly are making decisions who are not educators or we have people who are making decisions who only spend a very limited time in the classroom. So I'm for one, I have a very strict attitude. I don't have 
the patience. I don't have the tolerance anymore. I'm not biting my tongue for when I have visitors. And I perfectly love the fact that no one, whether it's administration or visitors or whatever, don't want to come to my room. And I love it like that. I don't need you coming into my room. Um, I'm not trying to make it pleasant for you. I'm not trying to make it easy for you. I'm not trying to make it where you feel so comfortable. You know, I look at it as like you're not going to come in and spew BS or something that just doesn't make sense, especially to my students. You know, I'm, I'm going to call you out, and we're going to have that debate. And if you don't like what I'm saying, you know, I'll be the first one to say, well, there's the door. Have a nice day. You know, you, you don't have to stay in my classroom, you know, because you're actually taking away from my instructional time because of you visiting and want to talk or whatever the case may be. So it's something I want I'm just curious, you know, for any of the educators out there that do listen to this podcast, and I am going to post this on my social media as a question as well, and also on the Join Wisdom app as well too. Why is it that micromanaging is such a turnoff? Like why? Why do people who are in charge feel like they got to pump their chest or poke their chest out to make themselves feel like they're that important, they're that powerful? Like, no one cares. You could be the boss but still be a total a-hole or really not know what you're doing and people can see through your game, can see through your BS, can see through this huge show that you're trying to do. So, like, I already have my regular T-shirt picked out for tomorrow. It just simply says, I used to be a people person until I met people, you know, simple as that. And I don't care if it offends any of the people from the district or the region or wherever they come, they're coming from. They do come into my classroom. I could care less if you get offended. It is what it is. If you got a problem, take it up with me and, and I'll tell you how I truly feel about this. But, you know, that's just something I want to just put out there and find out what you think. So. Let me know. What are your thoughts? Like I said, it's gonna, I'm going to post this on my social media accounts and ask for your input, especially if you are an educator. So make sure you follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live. You can also send me an email at Ray Talks Live at gmail.com. And with that, I am out.